Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 293 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're chatting about Ellie Fanning X Kojima Project. We're going to be talking about how mommy and daddy are fighting again over Call of Duty. We're ranking all the upcoming holiday games, the most anticipated ones, that is, and and the PlayStation 5 console drought may finally well be over, at least in 2023, and so much more. With all that said, with all that out of the way, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Whoa, oh, wait, whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa, sorry. whoa, whoa, no, whoa. Let, me, let me fix this. Whoa. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Oh, my God, I feel... Whew, I thought you were mad at me for a second. <laughs> 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 no, absolutely not. Absolutely what did I not. do? Uh, uh, it was me. It was my ADHD that skipped oh, over to. That's college. totally fine. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. By um, if you if you're a patron and uh, listen to our Road to Greatness episode, I sound much better. My voice yeah. is finally back. So I'm the yelling and screaming from the Mets game and Comic Con and, and whatnot uh, is all over. But Joe, I have a very important question for you before we start. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't, Usually I didn't, I'm the one with the question. Go I know. I, I didn't prep this because I wanted it to be a surprise. Okay. What mind altering substance should I have before we start this episode? What do you mean? Should, should I go with the tried and true or should I go with something brand new that I don't know what will happen to me? Wait, what do you have Mountain Dew on hand? I, I'm not going to give you any other information other than what I just gave you. Try to choose Mountain Dew, right? Any any long-time Trophy Room listener knows this. The mystery substance? I could be talking about hardcore drugs. You don't know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're too good. You're too good. Um, hmm. Let's do let's do the mystery. I want to I want to be surprised. What is it? What is it? What, what uh, let's let's taste what dreams are. What you know, Coca Cola Dream World flavor. What? Uh, this yeah, it's supposed to taste like dreams. It, it, if it literally says, I don't know if you can see it. It might be too bright. <laughs> yeah. It says dream flavored. Oh, well, that's Coca Cola dream flavored. So that's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it. Let, Kyle, let's see what it tastes like. Why can't you have coffee before a podcast like a regular person? I don't like to taste the coffee. Really? Yeah, I don't. Ooh, Ooh okay. it's like a. Fr- it's this is like a fruity Coca Cola taste. Is it like fruit punch? Oh, wow. uh, punch. It's like it's like mango almost. Ooh, real talk, Kyle. It's not bad. I had a mango donut today. My boss mm. came up to me. She's like, "There's a Korean bakery just like on the town next over, and it's." It's fantastic. Here is like a little like munchkin thing. And she's like, make sure you take the one with the mango. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready to be adventurous. Yeah. Uh, honestly, go to your Korean bakeries because it was a gosh darn delight. It was really good because there was a little mango on top, but it was so. I can know, we can mild. we admit that mangoes are a top tier fruit? I think we're ready to. Yeah. Right. Like mangoes are delicious. Yeah. Um, prunes. Below tier, like that is an F tier fruit. Uh, they they have a a utility purpose to that. Yes, apple like a taste tried purpose. and true. Apples oh, yeah, absolutely. Tried and true. Uh-huh. Banana is a staple, but like it's not. I've had some bad bananas though. Right, I mean, we've all had a bad fruit, you know. Sure. Grapes are great, but they make your teeth very sensitive. Okay. Cotton right. candy grapes are. 
dangerous. Uh, they, they should be illegal. They should be illegal because it's like, <laughs> this isn't fruit I'm tasting. This had to be. This was made in a lab. Shout out to nectarines and yes. peaches. Yes. Love those. A good old halo, uh, a clementine. Yeah, I was about to say clementine because they make it so it's easy to peel. Absolutely. Delicious. Yeah. And they're good for you and for your immune system. Is it's it really? Great. Yeah. Vitamin C. Didn't like scientists make clementines in a lab? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. Somebody fact check us because this <laughs> hey, is a place. Some, somebody show. made dream flavored Coke, so you know what? Anything's possible. We're getting <laughs> we're getting into like we're getting to the cyberpunk future, and I'm getting uncomfortable. Like now, I understand why like old people, like your grandma, your grandpas, didn't want the computer. Like I'm understanding why my grandpa thought the iPhone was the devil. Yeah, I, I'm not ready for the day where you don't tell a story. You're like, hold on a second. Let me show you. And then you jack your memory into their brain. Boop. And yeah. you don't even have to say anything. And they just watch your memory of it like a home video. Yeah. But what that if, terrifies me. But like, and like, what if you're like, you like you, via USB, like almost like a Game Boy memory link? Yeah, remember yeah, yeah. that? Still USB-C, though. It's, yeah, instead it's, of trading Pokemon, you're trading memories. And you're like, hey, hey, son, here's... You know, like, here's, like, I don't know, something amazing happened, you know? Uh, and I'm going to show yeah. you this memory of, like, your fa- like your father's first step. I don't know. But then sure. you accidentally, it's, like, <laughs> it's the time it, you lost your, your virginity. Well, yeah, or, <laughs> or just, wrong like. Wrong memory, little Timmy. Wrong memory. It's just your internet browsing history. And, and it's, <laughs> it's saved in a safe place now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, poor little Jimmy is gonna find out the hard way. But because here's the thing, I was watching. This is the worst segue, but I was watching the MetaQuest Pro like Meta Showcase yeah, Connect. Oh, that crazy looking thing. <sighs> okay, first off, the thing that they ended with is like you get to scan your face, and you have this real life looking like avatar. That freaked me out. Did not like yeah. that one. Uh-huh. And then they're like, here's this wristwatch that will read your brain like lengths. And I'm like, don't like that one bit. That's nope, freaking like me that. out. I, get me out of this. But that said, with the MetaQuest Pro, this is going to be the original first question of the night, Kyle. MetaQuest, they're out here acquiring things. They acquired the Iron Man VR developer, uh, developer Camouflage. Camouflage. Yeah. And Iron Man VR is coming to Meta. We have Wilson's Heart developer, Twisted Pixel, and Armature Studio, the team behind the successful port of Capcom's Resident Evil 4 for MetaQuest 2. But here's the thing, MetaQuest Pro, the super high-end pro model of the headset, $1,500. Oh, boy. Cool that Facebook's putting a lot of money into VR. This is great. Yeah, uh uh-huh. But... Do you see this thing being a realistic competitor to PSVR? Do you feel like PSVR 2 has an opportunity to undercut Facebook? What do you think? Joe, I think I speak for everyone involved. Please. They better well undercut $1,500 because no one will ever buy PSVR 2 if it's anywhere close to that. Well, I mean, think about it like this. You're buying, uh, you're you're going to be buying a PlayStation 5. Depending on where you are, it's either five hundred, sure. you know, five hundred fifty bucks. Then the headset. So, so in that logic, if yeah. they're going to be similar, similarly priced, then what PSVR two is going to be nine hundred bucks? 
Yes. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, uh, let's be honest. How? Where do we think PSVR is going? Like, I. Oof. It's still going to be a niche product. Like it, this it, thing's still going to be. It still is. You're 100. I. I could totally see it being the same price as a PS5. Yeah. I just I don't think it it can or should be more because as far as like I still feel like they need it to be it needs to be in homes first and foremost still sure it still has a lot to prove itself like meta quest pros out here seriously looking like and we we joked about it before like the vr in the old 90s movies like in the mall (laughs) yes where you go and check it out like that looks so futuristic and it has no reason to be that futuristic looking okay okay for me i feel like playstation vr uh 2 psvr 2 um its biggest hurdle is going to get other other apps besides games on that headset like i do think this headset should be compatible with pc i know that's you know blast for me to say but i i feel like it should be mm-hmm. um because I feel like you need these headsets out there. Like yeah. you need them to have productivity. The one thing that MetaQuest announced was a really awesome partnership with Xbox, where it's just like, hey, you have your little me's in a conference room and you guys could be conferencing in a yeah. VR space, which I think is neat. I also, again, I, I'm a broken record when I say this, but like I think of the movie industry shows and how they're using VR to literally set up sets and direct yeah. in VR. They need those applications and fitness as well to play a big role in that ecosystem. I think that's the biggest hurdle. To me, I do think VR is still going to be a very niche product for a very long time. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the cheapest headset. I do think it could be premium and come at that $500 price and go, worth for the enthusiast that doesn't want Meta's future. We are for the enthusiast gamer centric uh mm. ecosystem but still have yeah. those apps so i i do think this is a 500 headset i yeah. think i think meta gave them a lot of wiggle room today they 100 percent did but they also took away three potential studios that would put things on psvr2 i mean that's another thing too right like this is meta like there's not a whole lot of vr devs out there i feel like so and then meta just bought three of them one of which made a PSVR game exclusive. Yeah. Uh, so it's slim pickings, it feels like, because mm-hmm. the VR dev side of things are, are still seemingly not not as known, I think, to, to us yeah. as like we can't really pull out some VR studios off the top of our heads other than the recently acquired ones. Yeah. Um, or like Sony did again. It's not coming to my brain at the moment. Yeah. Or like the Moss devs. Uh, was it? Polyarch. Polyarch. Yeah. yeah. So I think you're right. I think the, the devs that are out there truly believe in this product. And I think they definitely need to be funded in order for VR to really take off. Because these projects are going to probably be losing money more, yeah. more often than not. Mm-hmm. These are big risks to take in a field that is still growing and you need to invest in them. I think that's a, yep. a great point, Kyle. That said, yeah. listen, VR talk aside, I think this is a $500 headset. Kyle, one more guess. One more guess. Where do you think the PSVR 2 is going to be? 
I could see it being. I'll I'll just say it five ninety nine six hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's where I'm at too. At the end of the day, even when like PSVR first came out, remember it was like three hundred, four hundred, five hundred. I think bucks. it was. Yeah, yeah, th- four hundred so, bucks, and then it went down to three forty nine. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be similarly priced, but PlayStation has an opportunity. Absolutely. Well, let's just see if they take it. That said. Yeah. Let's finally get into some housekeeping of the show before we talk about all the hot topics. Um, really awesome announcement. And actually, when typing this up, I got a bit choked up. So I don't know how we're going to perform here. Uh, Carpool Gaming, The Trophy Room, and Save the Game Media Extra Life team has been created. We are raising money for uh, Stollery Children's Hospital in Edmonton, Canada. The hospital that helps friend of the show, Marcus O'Neill's son, Miles. Um you know, extra life is really special because you're helping kids in need. Right. And the most beautiful thing is you're getting to select the hospital or foundation that you want to donate to that, that you want to contribute to. Um, and honestly, uh, I think Sean thought this up. There was no better candidate to pick when, Every time we see Miles is going in for a surgery, you know, my heart kind of, kind of not yeah. skips a beat, but it's, I'm holding my breath. Yeah. And every time he pulls through, I, you know, my 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 heart jumps. I'm I'm ecstatic. Yeah. He's a trooper. Um, we love him so dearly. He's already our favorite trophy room fan. There, I said it. Oh, oh, okay. And he's not like he's not even cognizant <laughs> of like podcasts, and we love him. Yeah. Um, so how could we do something really special to make this day special? To make sure people donate to this cause to help people like Miles O'Neill. This is what we're doing. We are donating the God of War limited edition to the Extra Life cause, and we're not giving away the digital edition. No, 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 no. We are giving away the $200 comes with Thor's hammer limited edition for those who donate up from, I believe the, the, the goal is $10. A donation gets you an entry. So link down below in the description, you could get on, you know, donating right here, right now. We're going to be streaming the game day uh, for our 25 hour stream is November 5th. We're going to be live partnering with our carpool gaming brethren, Mr. Sean Capri. And we're going to uh, be partnering with our good friend Kev over at game. Sorry, save the game media. And we're going to just have an awesome time playing games together for an amazing cause. And we have more games that we're going to be giving away, but that is the biggie. So yeah. Extra life is always one of my favorite times of the year. And this is the first time where it's a little bit extra special because we know the person that we are dedicating mm-hmm. this year's extra life efforts to and directly to the hospital that is giving miles the care that he, he needs and so many other kids like him. And uh, we love the O'Neills. We love Marcus. We love miles. Um, and uh any any kid that goes through this and their families, it just to me, it's just not fair. Yeah. So any any little bit that we can do as in our you know not medical professional <laughs> fields, but uh, like my hands play, are super shaky, dude. <laughs> I, man, I see scalpel. blood. I am out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but a- anything we can do to help kids' lives uh, like Miles and their families better, we're going to do it. And uh, please yeah. come check it out and donate if you can. And if you can't donate, share with your friends. Get yes, the word out. Please. And uh, let's let's raise a ton of money for that hospital. And, and I think you said something really else. important. You, th- there's a face to the cause. Yeah. You know? Um, and, again, Miles... Miles is a trooper and stronger than any of us combined, and he's only like two. You know, it's not absolutely, absolutely. So that said, that's one awesome thing that we're doing. November fifth, you could donate now. Link in the description. But we're also having one more giveaway, and this oh. one's fun and wacky. Okay. Oh, let's get, fun let's and wacky. Get, let's, let's get a little f-ing crazy. All right. Two wild and crazy guys. Hey. Two wild. Whoa, Kyle, have you seen this? Ever heard about this? Yeah. If you rate the show, their trophy room, a PlayStation Five podcast. Five stars. You are entered to win the digital deluxe version of God of War. Uh, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, and you could double your chances and your entries by also rating us on Spotify. Now, with Spotify, if you could take a picture of your five star review, tweet us at PS Trophy Room to be entered since they don't let you write a review or use your username on Spotify. It really does help. Now, the other benefit here as well is if you're a patron of the show, you are already entered. If you have reviewed the show already on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you're already entered to win a digital deluxe version of God of War Ragnarok. Our goal is to hit 300 plus reviews in North America alone. And our big goal is to hit 500 reviews worldwide and the giveaway ends on November 7th, the Monday before Ragnarok. So please, please, please head on over, rate us five stars, get a chance to win the digital deluxe version. And honestly, and I mean this every every week when, when we kind of pimp this out, it really does help. <laughs> the last few weeks, I think for both of us, have been really rough. So yeah. when we hear those words of encouragement, it really helps. It really Absolutely. makes my day. That's how sad I am. All right, Kyle. With that said, there's one more bit of housekeeping. I lied. There's one more. Of course, we want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's like we say each and every week. If we ever got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really does help us out if you consider tossing a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to thank our newest members, Jonas Young at the Silver Plus, or sorry, the Bronze Plus tier. I want to thank our a new member Savoy Prime at the Bronze Tier and Rondell Dobard at the Bronze Tier. I want to thank our platinum producers Todd Burwitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members Too Soon, Gavin Goffied, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Doss Simon, The Pie Man, Chaotic Monkey, Enigma, Millennial, Falcon Gaming, Sith Lord 92, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka. Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jettis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, K. Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewani Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. M. Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellix, Foolish Fuji, Any Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Jinx, The 39th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Stone Cold, E.T. at the Silver Tier, Austin... 
Astronaut Junior, not to be confused with Astronaut Senior. Green Girl or Gamer, did I say that already? <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, and Johnson, Final Fan XZ. Enigma, Androzo, Vantate, Tatted, and Johnson, and Lamb Chop 93. Thank you all so very much for all your amazing generosity. Again, over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. New shows been announced dropping on patreon uh we got the road to greatness episode we talk about a whole lot of games a whole lot of fun and our after show where i want to become a pod person that's right <laughs> all that <laughs> and more that joe patreon. swears com. makes a good episode uh, yes <laughs> i strive to become a pod person yeah oh boy all right kyle now it is finally time to square up the news First bit of news. First bit of news that needs to be squared uh-huh. up comes from Stephanie uh, Nunale over at VG twenty four seven. Stephanie writes: Kojima teases his next game with images of L Fanning, which could be related to Death Stranding two. Hideo Kojima is teasing his next game, which many believe to be Death Stranding two. The first tease from Kojima appeared at TGS twenty twenty two back in September, with the poster featuring a silhouette and the face obscured and the words "Who am I?" printed across it. At PAX Australia, which is going on now, a QR code is present that when scanned leads to an image posted on the Kojima Productions website showing an image of L Fanning from The Great with those same words printed on it. But there's another poster at PAX Australia with the silhouette and face obscured and the words, where am I, printed across it. Kojima even tweeted the images and a Kojima Productions producer retweeted Kojima's tweet with the hashtags Death Stranding and where am I. Of course, the producer's tweet has since been deleted. Mm. It seems Kojima is starting to tease his studio's next project a bit more, leading many to believe a Death Stranding 2 announcement is just around the corner. A good venue for such a big announcement would fit right in at the Game Awards 2022 in December, but we're just speculating. Death Stranding 2 has previously been teased and quasi-confirmed by Death Stranding and The Walking Dead star Norman Reedus. Earlier this year, the actor said the game was in development by stating Kojima had, quote, just started on the second one, end quote. And this wasn't the first time Reedus mentioned a sequel. Back in August 2021, he reportedly said Death Stranding 2 was currently in negotiations. Then just this week, a reliable leaker stated that the game was indeed in development under the codename Ocean. While it's easy enough to say that Death Stranding 2 is in development, it's possible Kojima could be teasing another game currently in the works for Xbox. The game is said to be entirely new and that it will leverage the cloud. However, Kojima said this particular game is a ways off, so it's likely the teases are for the sequel to a studio's first outing. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Death Stranding 2. Now, we loved Death Stranding before it was cool to love it. Oh, absolutely. You cannot take that from us. That's right. Yeah. The best soundtrack in gaming. I'm just oh. going to say it. Yeah. It's, it's up fant- there. It's still on my Spotify, <laughs> which is also, uh, now that I think about it, a lot of game soundtracks are on there. Sure. That's now, number if you, one. If you Ghost ever want to feel like yeah. when your back's against the wall and you need something to pump you up, yeah. go listen to Low Roar. Seriously, just just do it. That that is the song that the Death Stranding was unveiled to, mm-hmm. or so uh, Low Roar. I'll keep coming. Like who boy? And churches. I found them through Death Stranding. Yeah. So we love that Good soundtrack. Yeah, we love that game. Uh, you love to see it or love to speculate about it, <laughs> Kyle. I think this is happening. I think it's awesome to see that Kojima has deals with both PlayStation and Xbox. 
And had one for Stadia, correct? Before? And had one for Stadia. That yeah. they were actually going to make the Death Stranding sequel for Stadia. So this is really interesting for me. I want to know where they're going to be showing this off because why tease anything now, if you're going to show it off in November or sorry, in December, which makes me maybe believe maybe it's just, I'm this desperate. Maybe it's in a PlayStation showcase future would, game showcase. I would love to believe that as well, Joe, but I think Game Awards is way more likely. Yeah, just because I think I think just think anything Kojima <laughs> is tied with Jeff Keighley so intrinsically. Like I yeah. at this point I'm I'm pretty sure when whoever not whoever dies first, but when Jeff dies he's going to haunt Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> That is where he will haunt is Kojima Productions. Jeff Keighley is dead. <laughs> I'm here with Kojima-san to showcase Death Stranding 27. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I, it just makes too much sense. Big yeah. star uh, unveiled Elle Fanning. Is she a big I, star? I've never heard of her until literally a week ago. Do you know her sister Dakota Fanning? Can I tell you something about Dakota Fanning? Yeah. It freaks me out that she got older. Oh, yeah. It freaks me out because Dakota Fanning, she was like nine, and then all of a sudden she's 27. And I'm like, yeah, I, I remember you being this adorable girl and everything. Do you know? And now you're the, a weird looking adult. <laughs> the the one that freaks me out is Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes. Girl. Mm-hmm. That freaks me out. Absolutely, absolutely. You're this foul-mouthed little kid, and now you're a grown-up. I know. Like, it's weird. And you know what's really awesome, though, with her? She, like, she's, like, a hardcore gamer, and she's yes, just, like, absolutely. tweeting out all sorts of things. That's that's uh-huh. so rad. That's great. Look yeah, at yeah, celebrities yeah. or people. Okay. All that aside, Elle Fanning, cool, I guess. Uh, I thought it was the girl from, like, the, the chick that played Sabrina I... when I first saw her. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart? No, 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 the other one. The other, the better oh, the one. newer the, version. Yeah, of the newer one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, whoa, okay. I was I, like, oh, I, I like her a lot, yeah. Um, I thought it was Florence Pugh. Oh, oh From God. the silhouette. Yeah. Just punched me directly in the face. <laughs> okay, to me, I am thinking this is a PlayStation showcase because for me, I think of it as, yeah, why tease this right now? Why not tease it weeks before the event or a week before the event? Like, why trickle out this if there's not something you're about to reveal? Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking uh, when it comes to this. Because I still think PlayStation has a future game showcase this year. I do think it's going to be imminent. Because it's really concerning if they don't have one. Like, let's just get real with each other. It's oh, really yeah, yeah. concerning if PlayStation by November doesn't have anything or doesn't at least have a state of play for God of War. Yeah. Uh, that concerns me. Not even just God of War, but like if we're supposed to get Spider-Man 2 next year. Yeah. I feel like we need to see more than that small trailer. Exactly. And we need to see what these studios are cooking up, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I, I'm having, I'm putting my faith here because if my face is not being placed in a, in a future showcase, I am concerned. And we are, the PlayStation community is so hungry for a showcase yes. that I do think if time passes and it's 2023 and we don't see anything from PlayStation, 
yeah, I'm I am concerned. Something mm. something has gone awry. So that's why I'm thinking he's teasing it because maybe in a week or two we're gonna get that showcase. We're gonna get the prince that was promised. That is the future sure. game showcase, and we get to see this firsthand. Now that said, Spider CC writes. Haven't heard about Death Stranding 2 besides seeing L Fanning recreated uh, recreate BB poses. Do you think this will be a direct sequel or maybe a parallel story to Sam in the same Ooh. universe? It's a great question because when I think of a sequel, yeah. I don't know how where they're going to go with it. Right. And Kojima is, I'm going to be honest, he's really good at Kind of scarily enough, like, predicting the future. Oh, absolutely. Like, Death Stranding, when you're playing it now, it harkens a lot to, like, COVID, you know? Yeah. Being, working from home. Relying um, on other people to deliver stuff to your home so you don't have to go out and risk your, risk yeah. your life. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's, 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 it, it really is just short of making the emergency Costco trip mid pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah that's, absolutely. That's the only thing it's missing. And you know, how we connect with each other when we're being so secluded from the rest of the world. Yeah. The next thing I think that they can hit here, I think is Kojima's thoughts on the metaverse. Mm. This thing that we're constantly told that is the future of the future. I want to know what he thinks about it. So I do think, like, we're going to see Elle Fanning, and I do think, like, she is, you know, Lou from from Death Stranding. Um, okay. I do think that her and Sam's story are running parallel, but it's not in the way that we think it runs. So okay, so you're thinking a, a pretty significant time jump, then. Pretty significant, or maybe, maybe literally parallel from each other. Oh, okay. Like Sam and Lou are talking to each other in maybe like a multiverse. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. It'd be interesting. Like after Death Stranding, I'm ready for whatever in that universe. Because I genuinely really love what is going on there. Yeah. And uh, And it's so hard. And I think the, the, the cool thing about it, Kyle, is like it's so hard to try to even predict like, what's 100%. this game going to be about? <laughs> Kojima th showed me flying whales. <laughs> like, uh, not you know? even just that, but like when you go back from Metal Gear Solid 1 to 2, yeah, Kojima started, maybe not started at all. That's just me being bullish on my video game history. But like, pull the switcheroo and have a completely different protagonist yep. halfway through the game. Yeah. Or, or for a majority of the game that you weren't expecting. So like... He's really good at just reinventing what the game is and each sequel being a little bit different. And I think that's maybe what this we is, love about him. Yeah, maybe this is like the full on combat heavy Death Stranding where like yeah. Sam being being uh, Sam Porter Bridges just delivering things was the main game. And then oh, maybe yes. we play as L as a uh, a more combat focused like mercenary or something. Like I'm thinking the Mad Mickelson character. Exactly. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm excited to see this game. I do think it's it's sooner than we think. I really okay. do. But who else who yeah. else is in it? Um, what's, what's the next star he's gonna unveil? <laughs> I don't know why I think Melissa Joan Hart. 
Because I said that earlier. <laughs> you said that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so gonna much. say I'm gonna say Emma Stone because that was Ooh. a rumor. Oh, dude, if Emma Stone because she was in um, Sleeping Dogs, if I'm not mistaken. Was she really? Yeah, she was. So I'd love to see her make oh. another video game debut. It's really cool to see actors step into video game roles. Um, but I like voice actors, and I want to give them Absolutely. as much money as I can. Absolutely. So I, I want to see some new faces uh, step in the role and, and be showcased. Because, uh, I mean, just yeah. think of, like, Death Hardman, right? Oh. And that voice actor, how his performance was amazing. And he's mm-hmm. he's highlighted along these awesome, great stars as well, like... Man, those last 45 minutes of that game with him are spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. So, hey, uh, Kojima, if you need, I don't know, some podcasters for Death Stranding 2, uh, hit us up. Well, remember, he has a podcast, remember? I know, but if he needs, like, other voices for, like, radio waves, like, please. Yep. We'll, we'll be more than welcome to lend our services. Yeah, yeah maybe you got two star review because of it. All right, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, it's five stars, it's five stars. Kyle, it's time to talk about the next part of the news, but we're going to take a nice, interesting spin with it. Okay, thank God. I can't. Yeah. I'm so sick and tired of this, Joe. I'm tired of all of it. I'm only talking about this because it's part of the show. Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm so tired of it. Yeah. Tom Warren from The Verge. Microsoft takes the gloves off as it battles Sony for its Activision acquisition. Microsoft isn't happy with Sony and the UK's Competition and Markets Authority. The UK regulator signaled an in-depth review of Microsoft's $68.7 billion deal to acquire Activision Blizzard last month, and the CMA has now published its full 76-page pages on its findings. The CMA says it has concerns that Microsoft Activision's Blizzard deal could lessen competition in game consoles, subscriptions, and cloud gaming, but Microsoft thinks the regulator has simply been listening to Sony's lawyers too much. Microsoft pleaded for its deal on the day of the Phase 2 decision last month, but now the gloves are well and truly off. Microsoft describes the CMA's concerns as quote-unquote misplaced and says that the regulator quote, adopts Sony's complaints without considering the potential harm to consumers and incorrectly relies on self-serving statements by Sony, which significantly exaggerate the importance of Call of Duty, end quote. Microsoft even accuses the CMA of adopting, quote, Sony's complaints without the appropriate level of critical review, end quote, (laughs) suggesting that the regulator is simply just listening too much to what Sony has to say. Hmm, this is me. It sounds like fanboys on Twitter. At the heart of all the back and forth is access to Call of Duty and concerns around the future of game subscriptions, quote, The CMA recognizes that ABK's newest games are not currently available on any subscription service on the day of release, but considers that this may change as subscription services continue to grow, says the UK regulator. After the merger, Microsoft would gain control of this important input and could use it to harm the competitiveness of its rivals, end quote. Microsoft's full response to the CMA, seen by The Verge, also includes parts where the company tries to comically make it look like it somehow sucks at gaming and it can't compete. Microsoft says Xbox, quote, is in last place in console and seventh place in PC and nowhere in mobile game distribution globally. And Microsoft argues it has no reason to harm or degrade rival cloud gaming services and it wants to, quote, encourage the major shift in consumer behavior required for cloud gaming to succeed. 
Microsoft will be in last place in console sales during the previous generation, but it's certainly investing billions of dollars to ensure any future Xbox sales aren't less than half of the PlayStation and that its Xbox Game Pass bet pays off. Sony and Microsoft have also been battling it out over Call of Duty, and the CMA recognizes this by revealing its concern about Sony's future revenues related to Call of Duty. Quote, PlayStation currently has a larger share of the console gaming market than Xbox, but the CMA considers that Call of Duty is sufficiently important that losing access to it or losing access on competitive terms could significantly impact Sony's revenues and user base, end quote. Now, Microsoft Microsoft says keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation is a, quote, commercial imperative for the Xbox business and the economics of the transaction, end quote. Microsoft says it would put revenue at risk if it pulled Call of Duty from PlayStation and that, quote, Microsoft has been clear that it is counting on revenues from the distribution of Activision Blizzard games on Sony PlayStation, end quote. Microsoft also accuses Sony of not welcoming competition from Xbox Game Pass and that Sony has decided to block Game Pass on PlayStation. Quote, this increased competition has not been welcomed by the market leader, Sony, which has elected to protect its revenues from sales of newly released games rather than offer gamers the choice of accessing them via its subscription, PlayStation Plus, end quote. This comes just months after Microsoft claimed in legal filings that Sony pays for blocking rights, quote unquote, to keep games off Xbox Game Pass. If the UK battles are anything to go by, this acquisition could get messy as Microsoft and Sony battle it out behind the scenes to sway regulators. Wow. There's a lot here, Kyle. Oh, I, my God. It's, oh, it's When I read this show, yeah. I think of two kindergartners at the teacher's desk arguing over who stole whose red crayon. <laughs> that is what I am envisioning over this whole thing. It's, it's stupid. I hate it. I hate it. I'm so tired of it, but I want to take a different route through this because we've seen, uh, we were seeing some really interesting insight. Something that I've been saying since this deal was put through. The last quote here. Sony has decided to block Game Pass on PlayStation. What have I been saying for over a year now? Even prior from from this buyout. The end game is there's going to be an Xbox app on a PlayStation and a PlayStation app on an Xbox. That's how this thing goes. I mean, just think about it right now. Right? You have Apple Music. On Xbox now. On Xbox now. Yeah. Right, you have now iCloud storage on PC, Apple on PC in yeah. big ways, and vice versa. You're seeing Word on Apple devices been that way for over a decade, right? You're seeing the Xbox suite on, I mean, Oculus or sorry, Meta uh, Quest. Microsoft's goal is not to beat Sony at the consoles, their thing is to put xCloud on everything and with xCloud comes game pass and what xbox sees is the not the acknowledgement from playstation saying we're not there yet with cloud streaming we're not even there yet with our own uh service that is like game pass so we're going to hold you off as much as we can before we inevitably have to let you on this console that's what i'm seeing here Mm-hmm. I think that's a really big deal about this, Kyle. Well, what do you think about that? That Game Pass blocked on PlayStation. 
Yeah, I, I think that is a big deal. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what a what a weird world that would be when it happens. <laughs> and I say weird, but obviously it's been thought about. Yeah. So maybe it's not that weird. Uh, I, I wonder how close we are, if ever, now to getting it. Probably not after all this. He said, she said, oh, never say never, on. Kyle, never oh, say uh, never. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> listen, man, I, 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 I'm seeing all these highlighted things that, mm-hmm. that you did <laughs> where they're like, hey, CMA just listened to Sony. Yeah. They just took their words and ran with it. Like, oh my God. I know it makes you roll your eyes. Oh, here's, uh, the, here's the second thing here, Kyle, though. Yeah. And it's not to say, oh, Microsoft's a quiet baby boy. Uh, Sony, their demands are really extreme like sony doesn't even want microsoft to have incentives for games like call of duty on game pass members for call of duty or for diablo and i think that is hilariously hypocritical that is hypocritical that is the one thing where like okay whatever you you literally bought quests for like you know exclusive quests for harry potter and i bet there's something exclusive for call of duty you guys do it both sides have been doing this forever yeah Xbox literally bought Tomb Raider for a year. <laughs> yeah. And I think what the, the other thing that's really interesting, too, is we're seeing how much money is being offered for, you know, their subscription services. For example, PlayStation Plus for ARK, I believe they paid over three. Point, mi- I thought it was 2.5 million, I think. 2.5 million. Correct. Yeah. And Xbox Game Pass for just to hold ARK for for over the time that they've they've had with it 3.4 million dollars yeah. uh-huh. so like you're seeing the the in you know the the behind scenes you know of how the gaming industry works but i think the one thing that people are missing from the cma stuff is the cma is not arguing the cma is arguing microsoft you're saying one thing but doing the other so the one thing that i found here that i've found very interesting was the cma found a pattern of microsoft acquiring development studios and making their upcoming games exclusive to xbox now this is highlighted but it bears repeating i mean you buy playstation buys bluepoint i don't expect bluepoint to make xbox games i don't expect you know santa monica to make an xbox you know that type of that's silly but what the cma points out here is publishers Zenimax media Right, the publisher, the the owner of Bethesda, has uh-huh. chosen to make several of Zenimax's major gaming franchises comes from the the dossier uh, exclusive to Xbox, including upcoming games like Starfield. And based on Microsoft's public statements, Elder Scrolls uh, Five uh, and six. sorry six following its 2021 acquisition, Obsidian chose to make Outer Worlds 2, the upcoming Avowed, exclusive to Xbox consoles following its acquisition in 2018. So, interesting. Not to mention, there was a Starfield PlayStation version. version. Very close to completing. <laughs> and well, that is, yeah. well, y- you know, Before more than 50%, probably. Yeah, sure. That thing exists. Yes. And now that will never see the light of day because yeah. of this. Yeah. I feel like people forget that a little bit. Right? Egg- and, and- exactly. So the too long didn't read. We think this deal is going to go through. 100%. We- 100%. But we do think there's going to be concessions. Yeah. And that's fine because that's what normally happens in these things. 
Absolutely. With deals this large. Yeah. yeah. Just please, I beg you. I beg you, internet. I beg you. Try to be bearable. Please. We all get it. This just sucks from every angle. <laughs> Both sides are doing awful things. <laughs> they are fighting over how rich the other, how rich they can get. That's really yeah. all it is. It, it really is. Chill like, out. If I see another PlayStation exclusive quest sticker in a little collage of all the different ones for Call yeah. of Duty, let, you want me to pull up all the GameStop uh, banners from back in the day of 360 maps yeah. getting a full month ahead of PlayStation on Xbox only? Like, it's been happening forever. It's a, Chill out. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. M9 Prime does write in. And they ask, just like you can too, over the Trophy Room Discord server, or you can add us at PS Trophy. We ask for questions each and every Wednesday. And Prime writes, regarding the CMA concern of the Activision deal, I think in the end it will go through. Microsoft promising to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation, at least for the contractually obligated time, will satisfy regulators. And as a gamer, however, I have more concerns because this acquisition could potentially wall off a large number of games to the Xbox ecosystem. These games were always third party, and in the past, you can play them wherever you wanted as long as it was on a Nintendo console. Yikes. Probably due to power differences. And for the majority of these games now being potentially locked behind one platform, it doesn't feel right. Microsoft hasn't had a great track record of using their studios to make great games. Oh, come on. See if these exist. Their games start... Halo 1 through 3, Gears uh, 1 through 3, Fable 1 and 2. I like how you left out 3. It's good because it's bad. Uh, but then they go downhill, which could happen to these games. If Microsoft invested in younger studios and had success in them uh, in a more natural way, it wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't be much against it. But playing catch-up to buy such large publishers does feel wrong. It like listen. That, that sounds like what, what I've been saying forever. Yeah. You're you're the New York Yankees. You're just buying already known commodities instead of like home growing your own yeah. stuff. It's the opposite of what we see for PlayStation. Hey, we have a really deep relationship with this developer like Housemark. Uh-huh. Let's go put a ring on it. We have this yeah. deep relationship with Sucker Punch. Let's put a ring on it. We have this deep relationship with Naughty Dog. Let's put a ring on it. We have a deep relationship with Insomniac. Let's finally put a ring on it. Exactly. That's how we. That's how I like it uh, because you're just seeing a relationship form naturally. Yep. And yes, it is, you know, Xbox has done that like obsidian yeah. X in exile. Oh, absolutely. Ninja theory. That's awesome. These are three amazing studios. that just mm-hmm. never had the budget behind them. Now they finally do. I, I think all the purchases before the Activision one are, are the, what we're talking about. Yeah. There. And that makes me, that makes me feel nice, but yeah, yeah, there is something that makes me feel uneasy of just like, why are we cheering on constant consol- these massive consolidation uh, of these massive publishers? Activision mm-hmm. Blizzard is huge. Zenimax is huge. And uh, CSGO, yay, is is really, really weird. And like when we say like all roads lead to Square Enix, that's going to probably happen soon. That doesn't make me feel great. Yeah. Just cheering on billion dollar companies and i know again we we're a playstation podcast but it's about covering the platform not being a cheerleader behind it we're critical of playstation like almost every episode how many times have i made jokes about jim ryan's cats Uh, mm -hmm. all the time but it seems like he's a pretty good ceo when it comes to these things being a human being not great but being a business person with beans and whatnot and count them (laughs) fantastic um so 
I, I also I, I I get the concern, yeah. but this is also the reality that we live in. We kind of mm-hmm. kind of have to be okay with it because we voted that this would be okay. You know? Yeah. I it wasn't in this this well, article. Wallet, but yeah, continue. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't in this article, but I I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if it's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna bring it up anyway. But it, didn't Xbox also say during this whole like you know childish thing yeah. like? Well, we're not, we're not all that bad. We only have sixty exclusives. PlayStation had two hundred and eighty-three exclusives in the yeah, last when, year. When it's like, hey, okay, well, <laughs> is that a good look, Microsoft? What are you doing? Yeah, it's like, it's like they've they, they've published five times more games than we have this <laughs> entire year. We're in last place of the consoles. They literally sold double than us. We're seventh in the PC race. It's like, dude, it, it is. It's such an embarrassing look for both sides. It really is. Like, Sony seems like, you know, ni- like like Nintendo was back in the 80s. <laughs> and Xbox seems like, hey, trust us, because we're fucking incompetent. <laughs> what? No. I, I really... So we've I, been at this for 20 years, and we suck at it. It's like, what? No, I you're hate, not. You're selling yeah. yourself gr- very short here. Like, what is this? I, I, I can't... I'm sorry, sorry for, for keep making I, could, I couldn't. Yeah, I'm sorry for keep uh, making references uh, in a school setting, but it's just what I'm familiar with. I genuinely feel like a lot of us in content creation or just fans of games in general. Yeah, we are the kids at the back of the room just chilling out while the two problem childs are getting talked to for the 50 millionth time. Yep. They're in trouble. Teachers giving them all the focus. And we're just in the back just trying to get by the assignment and homework, whatever it is. Yeah. We're just trying to go to recess a little bit early. And these two, I really want to drop an F5. <laughs> these two, you know, like, they're just screwing it up for the rest of us. Yeah. Let's just have fun. It's recess time. I know. Let's just go. Yeah. It's like, who's- who cares that Johnny's ate your sandwich? Yeah. I don't care. Like, uh, Let's go. It's like Jimmy's wearing a steel boot. That's why he's he's he's, he's doing so <laughs> exactly. good at kickball. It's like, guys, yeah. shut up. Just Jimmy cut up me and cut me in kickball again. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm supposed to bat every inning at the top of the inning. Not Janine. <sighs> oh. Screw Janine. What, right. What's going on here? Janine is a Karen Karen ass name, so I'll I'll allow it. All right, Kyle. <laughs> That's it. That's all the stuff. Again, I just feel like it's really interesting that Game Pass was talked about on PlayStation. It's been yeah, talked about on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it clear that the revenue on PlayStation is important. They can't just rely on Game Pass to sustain it. It's pretty yep. wild. It's a commercial and business imperative. That's nuts. There's so much just dirty laundry being thrown about here. And just secret details that are now being out in the open. It's, it's fascinating. But yeah. uh, I can't wait to talk about this in a month when the FTC Ugh. is like, hey. I'm going to call out sick that week, Joe. <laughs> Sony could kick rocks or something. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's get the taste of the Activision Blizzard talk. Well, let's go to the merry, merry times. Yes. Uh, exciting times. I want to play a game. Oh, no. Let's rank all the holiday games in 2022 that we think are going to, or the most anticipated game, holiday games in 2022. We're going to play this in, we're going to list off a, 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 a each game. We're going to talk about our hype factor for each game. And then we're going to talk about what we think the Metacritic or open critic scores rather will be. Are you ready to play a game? Of course I am. 
All right. So this actually just started because of famous Seamus's question. The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. Take it to the bank. Tell it to your kids. Famous Seamus writes in. What games do you think will be the most successful this holiday season? So obviously, listen, if we're talking about number one, I mean, it's going to be God of War Ragnarok. So let's keep it. Yeah. Let's let's keep it spicy. First and foremost, the rules are simple and our decisions are final. Uh, these games are on PlayStation and only on PlayStation. Uh, so like, you know, you're not going to see Mario plus rabbits on here. You're not going to be seeing scoring. That's got to obviously score low because Sean Capri picked it on his fantasy league. Um, these are games that are going to be confirmed to be on PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Kyle? Let's start. Let's I'm start so with ready. practice run. Plague okay. Tale Requiem. Coming out October 18th for PlayStation 5. Next this is not a week. I I I I learned this today. Not a PlayStation 4 game. This is ex, it's just exclusively mm. PlayStation 5. Okay. As you guys know, I loved Plague Tale Innocence. It is such a awesome medieval as does our community because they voted for it that year that it came out in our trophy rewards like it came out big time yeah in droves so plague tale requiem kyle where do you think this is going to rank in or or where where is it on your hype and i'm gonna write Uh, this down too so we never forget it so are are we are we just going so we have 18 games listed are we going ranking it from 1 to 18 no so we're gonna like Great, great question. From us, from us, from a rank from one to ten, with decimals of five. So just hype level, hype like a level. score for hype. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your, like, where's your personal excitement for this game? I I am super excited for it. Okay. And, and with that, uh, saying I haven't even played the first game. Oh. And I'm excited for this one. What well, makes you so excited? From what I saw in every trailer, and and mm-hmm. it just looks epic. It yeah. and, and hearing you talk so highly of it, and of friends of ours who love the first one, Mike, shout out. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I'm excited to play again a next gen only version. Yeah, a next gen only thing. So I would say my hype level would be. Let's see. Probably at like a seven point five. Seven point five. That's fair. That's Only fair. because I didn't play the first game. Now here's your here's your. Here, what, what do you think the open critics score is going to be? I I need to remind you, this is in our fantasy yeah. league. Exactly. Full disclosure, everybody. Obviously, I wanted to do super high. Yeah. And I genuinely think it will because okay. the first game did pretty well. Yeah. I'm gonna say scored an 81 on open critic. I was going to say 82. I think it's going to get around the same thing. You think 82? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my personal hype for this game, uh, I'm at a, I'm, I'm at a, I'm pretty sure I'm at like a 8.5. Like I'm, ex- yeah. no, let me round up. I'm really excited for this game. I think yeah. there are three games I'm really excited for. This one's mine. Uh, so I'm going to say my hype level, I'm typing this in. So if you hear my keyboard, I'm so sorry. Deal with it. Yeah. Nine. And for open critic, I actually think it's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, the first game was so good and it didn't have much of a budget. Now think of the power of next gen consoles coupled with the fact that now focus interactive could throw money into uh, the, I believe spider team um, to make this game even more epic uh, more vast, even more improvements. And again, the game 
had the budget of a double A game and it hit above its weight constantly. So I think with an a budget, I think this game could score easily in eighty seven open critic. Easily, I can see it. I can see that happening. For I sure. think this is going to be another dark horse candidate for game of the year. Sweet, yeah. All right, love it. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Have you seen this or heard about this? I have. What do you think? Uh, hmm. Also, Joe, while I think uh, yeah. number three, you also have Plague Tale again. Oh, sorry. Just so you know. <laughs> More um, like 17 games on our list. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ghostbusters. So I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a huge multiplayer person. Yeah. But I think this just makes a whole lot of sense. Really? From just a multiplayer perspective where one player person's the ghost. Yeah, it's the asymmetrical multiplayer akin to Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight. I dig that. I dig that. So I, I, my hype level is probably at a six. I'm going to play it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to rush to the store to pick it up. What do you think the open critic's going to be? So this is made by Ilphonic. It is. Who did Predator, correct? Yeah. Predator didn't score that great. Nope. I'm going to say a 71. Ooh, a 71. I could tell you this. This is still good. I'm a huge, huge Ghostbuster fan. Yeah. Really big Ghostbuster fan. I have no hype for this. I do not think this game's going to do great. Um, Not to say that I don't have faith in Elphonic or that they didn't learn lessons from Predator, but I feel like most of these games, when they come out, they just have constant server issues, day one issues, and then by, you know, week two or three the FOMO ends and it just goes away um that in Elphonic's track record I don't know man I I definitely see this rating a six there I said okay it. I said it. okay wait 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 hold on 60 yeah 60 sorry no, okay six. I was like whoa, <laughs> not gonna, let's, let's not whoa get, the worst game ever made yeah let's not get nuts here I'm sorry <laughs> my apologies Kyle Gotham, yes. gosh darn nights. Oh, here we go. We're going to have a discussion about this. Oh, I'm sure we are. Yeah. Uh, my high level's at an all-time high. I'm going to say it. It's a 10. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've been waiting for this game for a long time. I've been waiting for the Court of Owls right. to be in a game and, and, and um, WB Montreal to make another Batman game. So I am all in at Gotham Knights. I don't care if the gameplay is not arkham enough or it might be a little too repetitive at times i'm there for the story i'm there for a yeah. good batman story and i'm pretty sure it's going to deliver on that so i'm super hyped for it as far as score goes I, i'm going to be realistic it's not yes. going to be in the 80s i think it's going to be like a 74 75 and i'm okay 75? with that okay uh kyle this is why we're going to have a conversation i am not a huge Arkham, not to say fan. I suck at Arkham games. Sure. I'm awful at them. Don't know why. Which um, is weird because you you're, you love Spider-Man. Love Spider-Man. So there's, they're somewhat similar. But for me, I love watching my brother play Batman. Like that's his series that he just goes yeah. all in for. Now I get to play it with him. Uh, so this is automatically out of 10 for me. Yeah. I'm all yeah. in. And even everything I've seen, I'm like, yes, I'm just excited. Like, I'm going to be Batgirl or I'm going to be Nightwing. I'm going to be just yeah. hitting baddies in the face. That's what Absolutely. That's what I need. So yep. I'm I'm hyped for this, though I do think, and I just messed up everything. One sec. You're okay. You're okay. No, no, no. I'm freaking out. Oh, God. Should no, we edit this all out? Let's just <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Right there. We're good. 
I do think, though, this is going to be a 70. Okay. I'm excited for a 7. Which is still a good game. Still a good game. Still a good game. And um, as infamous Michael Huber of Easy Allies says, swimming in sevens. We're okay with that. Ain't nothing bad about it. Ain't nothing bad about that. How about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Tales from the Borderlands on PlayStation 5. New Tales. New Tales from the Borderlands. New Tales. Where do you think your hype level sits right now? For I this love Borderlands. Everyone knows this. That's right. I love Tales of the Borderlands from mm-hmm. Telltale. I'm a little nervous about it just because I want them to pull it off so badly, and I don't know if they'll be able to reach the heights of it. Right? Is this the original writers from the game? I think that I think they have some, some of the of writing team, but okay. I don't know to what extent. Mm-hmm. My height level is going to be at a solid seven. Okay. So you're hyped. Uh, you're just. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get a day one. I'm oh, gonna play it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just nervous about it. And so, what do you think that open critic is? Open you don't have to. Goes... If you don't feel confident, Kyle, you could be like, Whoa. of what? A, of what? A, a score? Yeah. Oh no! I'm making I, the rules as I go. No, no, no. I'm I'm pretty confident with the with the score. Okay. I'm gonna say a 73. Ooh. Okay. I think it's gonna be in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's going to be just a little weird because I don't know how much of the original cast and characters are going to be in it. Sure. It seems like brand new characters. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. My hype is out of zero because I watched this trailer and didn't laugh. Um, Fair. And my open critic is, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Next game on the list. Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this, Kyle? Star Ocean. The Sorry, Divine... I'm tasting dreams. That's fine. The Divine Force on PlayStation 5, PS4. Here's the reason why I put You're this in here. Come at me and say, have I heard about this? A Star Ocean game? Where, That's where why I've I put been... this in. I'm I'm going to say, <laughs> I am not about it. You know me. I don't know anything yeah. about Star Ocean. Yeah, you're not a, you're not a JRPG So I abstain. Person. I abstain. You abstain. Yeah. Um, and it's not my Star Ocean the Second Story uh uh-huh. port. That's right. Definitely is not that. I want that bad, Square Enix. Come on, <laughs> what are we doing here? Um My hype is not that high. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the more recent Star Ocean games. Okay. I like the older ones more. Sure. Um, so I would say my hype's probably at a four point five. Ooh, okay, four point five. What do you think open, open critic, critic wise, ah man, I don't know. You want you just want to say I don't know, abstain? No, I, I, I'm not a coward. I'm gonna put <laughs> oh, out I'm scores. Gonna huh? I'm gonna say a 66. Why not be cool and say 69? Because I I don't think it it's going to get that high. <laughs> All right, well I think it's a funny joke, and I think you should I should think you should say 69. Yeah. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. This is the big one. This is the one I hear all the kids talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. October 28th. I forgot to My- say the dates of these games. No, you're fine. Gotham Knights, 21st. New Tales of the Borderlands, 21st. Star Ocean, 27th. Call of Duty, 28th. 28th. What do you think? Uh, my hype level's at like a two. Oh, come on, Kyle. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of talked me out of it with multiplayer. It's a bit of a it's the beta. rough. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no history with the story campaign. I, yeah. I've heard it's it's. It's good. It's great. Even it's fantastic. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I think though. I think it'll score in the seventies. Though I just don't know where. Okay. Say it with your chest. Say the first number that comes out of your head. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. My hype, Kyle, is at an eight. I am excited for this game. 
it is strange because though I know and I have massive problems with the multiplayer, just like the community has some massive problems with the multiplayer, I want to have faith that they're going to be able to fix some, if not a lot, of those issues. Like the minimap, what are we doing? You know, footsteps, oh my God, what? Um, all those things I think could be cured with a couple of patches here or there. Here's the thing, though. Call of Duty's never rank particularly high or score particularly that high. Um, and Modern Warfare 1 scored at an 81, though I do believe they put a lot of tender love and care behind this one. Uh, so I'm going to say that this game's going to score an 85. Wow. I think it is. Really? I think it is. 85. Wow. I think it's going to be great. Okay. All right. This one's a joke one. Uh, I'm sorry. I usually don't like to make jokes at developers, you know, but <laughs> come on. <laughs> October 28th, the same day as Call of Duty. Yeah. Resident Evil Reverse. <laughs> the long-awaited Resident Evil multiplayer game. Yeah. Kyle? My hype set is zero. I don't yep. care. Open Critic, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm i going to say a 58. That's the first time it popped <laughs> in my head. For, gonna... Again, for everything I've heard, not great. Yeah. Uh, for the first, since this is the first time we've ever ranked the holiday games, this is a negative two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that a, a tradition. We get one negative. Yep. And we're okay. gonna. Okay. I know exactly what my negative is gonna be. And one sec, one sec, and I'm gonna look up the Metacritic for this. I okay. think it's going to score the same as Morbius, <laughs> and it's a thirty-five. So I think Resident Evil is going to more about with a 35. Okay. All right. This one. Maybe maybe they'll re-release it again. (laughs) Re-reverse. Re-reverse. God help us Uh. all. Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Sonic Frontiers. I've heard about this. Sonic Frontiers. PS5, PS4. The developers say we don't we don't understand it, but we will. Yeah. Also, you know, the day before uh, a massive game. That's right. Uh, I'm going to use my negative uh, hype right here. Oh, I'm gonna, right here. Huh? I, I'm going to say negative 100. Oh. I don't care. Kyle, what is it about Sonic fans that make me just so disgusted? I don't know. Sonic, I don't know. Sonic is wor- worse than Kirby. Like, the movies are great. The character just, sure. the game's just, if it's not colors, it doesn't exist. So. Yeah. Open critic. What do you Open think this crit- game? What do you think this game's gonna hit? I, if you look at that gameplay and that open world yeah. with the weird rails that just exist up in the sky, yes, just doesn't look great. Nope. I'm going to say a 63. 63. You know what, Kyle? I'll stand in unison with you. But I'm gonna say six. No, I'm not gonna stand in the unison. I'm gonna say 69 because it's funny. <laughs> for the for the memes for the yeah, lulls for the memes, and uh, the hype is at zero. Sorry, Sonic fans. I just, I no, don't get no, it. Don't apologize to them. Don't apologize. You don't need to. We're right. They're wrong. God of War Ragnarok. Oh, my <laughs> God. Come on. Come November on. 9th. It's a 10. It's a 10. Open, Open critic. critic. It's a 96. The ho- that's Kyle. It's a 96. That's that's cool. Our f-ing jets. You think- it's a 96. Okay. It's an Elden Ring. All right. It's an Elden Ring. Absolutely. Hype's obviously out of 10. Yep. Open Critic, 88, because that's how we score <laughs> PlayStation games now. That is fair. Everyone's an 88 now. That is fair. I, but if there's going to be one game that breaks the mold, it'll be Ragnarok. Fair enough. Okay. 
Now we're getting the rhythm of this. I, I like this. I don't know about you guys, but I'm loving this. Kyle. Tactics Ogre. <laughs> it's Ogre. I wanted to put an accent mark somewhere. I just didn't decide. Reborn. Uh, PS5, PS4, November 11th. I have no history with it. It's a remake. Uh, my hype's at like a, a two. Two. Open Critic, what do you think? Open Critic. Uh, the first one scored really high, which is why we have this on our Fantasy Critic That's right. League. That's right. Uh, I'm, I think it's going to get in the 80s. I'm going to say 84. Okay, fair enough. Kyle, my hype's actually, I'm going to say this. Actually, you're out of six. Hey, I, love, right. I love a good strategy game. You know this. A good tactic game is, yeah. A not bad. good tactic game? Let's, let's go. Let's do it. So I think I'm right there with you. This one, I'll be in unison. I'm going to take your word for it. 84. Oh, God. <laughs> they did it, so I don't have to. You ready for the next one? The Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's a layup. That is a layup of a who if I've ever ever seen it. Kyle? November 18th, PS5, yeah. PS4. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I'm always somewhat intrigued by these games, and I haven't played any of them. I'm gonna say I'm gonna keep what my hype level what it is in the dock right now at a six. Okay, what do you think the open critics gonna be? Seventy three. Okay, okay. Honestly, this sounds like a Doctor Phil like episode. The devil's in me, and <laughs> it's just like pictures of like a sonogram. My daughter's got the devil in me. That's right, Kyle. No accents. Oh, no sorry. voices anymore. Whoops. How dare you? But, but they how, said no, you, so you I, gotta pick no. up the slack. I gotta pick up the slack, though. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> no one understands that joke on us. Kyle, my hype for this is out of four. Uh, take it or leave it. I think the open critic, I'll also stand in unison. I think it's 73. All right. Okay. Evil and, and you're West. Like, you're like looking over my shoulder and cheating off of me in class. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, this is right. Evil West. This is from uh, some of the devs of... Uh, Gosh, Arcane. Arcane X Devs. This game looks great. It looks like a really fun. Is it? Or are you thinking of Weird West? Maybe I'm thinking of Weird West. I think you're worth thinking of. Yeah, I'm going to uh, stick with it, though. I'm going to. Listen, Kyle, I'm going to go. Don't fact check. We'll no, Evil West is a uh, flying wild hog. Yeah. I'm, no. I, I, I like. I, yeah. I, listen, knock it off. Where's your hype for this game? It's a third person uh, uh, Western. I'm not allowed to make accents anymore. Uh, because it triggers people that don't like to have fun. Um, Shocking. You fight the devil as well in here. Demons. Shocking. In My hype's at an eight. Right? I, I played this at PAX, and this game is rad. Yeah. You are a cowboy killing vampires, and it is awesome. Mm -hmm. Gears of War-like level gameplay. Oh, yes. It's just visceral. It's awesome. Yeah. Um Open critic wise, though, it's it's definitely going to be in the seventies. Okay, let's say seventy four. Okay, which doesn't make it a bad game. It's going to be super, yeah. super, super fun. I yeah. love it. I think I it's going to be seventy five. I can't wait either. I can't wait either. Yeah. Like how this one comes from a little, a little developer, a little known entity. I really like that they're going really with these they're going obscure for characters and yep. like settings that mm -hmm. you didn't think mm -hmm. would be, and in a genre that is, you know. Unknown to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is for Axis's and Marvel's Midnight Suns on PS5 <laughs> coming out December 2nd. Kyle, what's your hype for Midnight Suns? Uh, 
Oh, it's a 10. <laughs> All right. It's right? a 10. I love oh. XCOM. You know that yep. if you listen to the show for a long time. I love a good XCOM. Love a good strategy game in this vein. <laughs> the card mechanic is going to be interesting how it works in yep. this kind of strategy game. Yep. But I'm so down to try it, especially for like the social aspect of being in that manner with all the the other superheroes and, and i'll say i want to fuck <laughs> i didn't get the, I didn't get the beep in. <laughs> you didn't get the beep in, no. uh, I love dr strange yeah open critic wise oh <laughs> think about all those hands he's got <laughs> so many places they can reach that's right that's right i'm gonna say 83 83 okay yeah i'm gonna say an 88 it's for access. Yeah. They don't miss. Yeah, yeah. Need for Speed Underground. We're, we're at the last three here. Unbound. Kyle. Unbound. Um, oh, sorry. Unbound. What did I say? Oh, Need Underground. For I, I mentioned the best one. I'm sorry. Where's your hype for this? This is just was revealed last week. Awesome. Leaked awesome. by like, EA themselves. <laughs> leaked by EA themselves. Awesome, like, aesthetic and art style, man. It's, I like it's, the cel-shaded characters. Yeah. It uh, looks- contrast with the, like... Video gamey cars, yeah, like it's cool. Where are you at here? <sighs> a five. Okay. Don't know if I'm ready for a racer. I don't think I have time for a racer. Fair at, enough. At what do you think? It's open critics. Open be? critic wise, seventy six. Seventy six. Okay. My app's out of six. Um, I don't. This is not a day one purchase. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, it's definitely, it's definitely there. I. I I'm excited. I will pick it up like on a sale. Uh, but open critic wise, I think it's going to be 68. You saw that? I was objective. Could have went for the joke, but I didn't because I'm brave. And people <laughs> like when we have fun. So, Callisto Protocol. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We'll reference why that's a joke later. You'll get it. Yeah. And then it we're Tarantinoing it. And we start mm-hmm. at the end and we're going to work our way to the beginning. Absolutely. Christoph Waltz will be here too. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Want to do the accent? Not allowed. Don't, yeah, don't do it. Don't uh, do it. Uh, and yeah, also, when up- I do a German accent, it gets angry. <laughs> and let's be honest, for obvious reasons. Callisto Protocol, Kyle. Yeah, PS5, PS4, December 2nd. Yep. Same day as, oh, Need for Speed and Marvel's been, oh my God, what a day. Bloodbath for my wallet. Oh my God, that's like the Wolfenstein, Mario, <laughs> Galaxy, and Assassin's Creed Origin day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's wild. Uh, yeah, my hub's at a 10. Yep. Uh, open critic wise, we have, I have this high, in our fantasy league against Shocker. I Brick. have high hopes for this. I say it with I, your chest, Kyle. I don't know if it's gonna crack 80, so I'm gonna say 79. Oh, wow, you a little faith. Yeah. 84 is what I'm writing down. I hope I'm wrong. And last but not leastly, Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 reunion. Kyle, you're the Final Fantasy. Dork wad. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, what do you? What do you? What do you what oh do you yeah, mean? this is this is a ten of the hype yeah. scale. What do you think? Open critic. Um, open critic. Wise. Sean Capri has it. And they're all open critics, so it could be a sixty-seven. So, <laughs> could be. Could be. Uh, uh, this is the one uh, game that I did not play uh, on uh, PSP. Yeah. The I if I remember correctly, the combat system is a little weird. It's got like this roulette aspect to it okay. so i don't know how well that will like age that. i'm gonna say a 76 76 fair enough yeah. i'm right there with you i'm at a 10 and i i know the original rated at a nine, at 82 but the way that scores are now 
again with more outlets. I do think this is gonna sit around a seventy-eight. More outlets nice. means more objective opinions and all that jazz. Yeah, that's it. That's our hype meter. And there goes a question with it. This comes from Matthew Kennedy over at the Trophy Room Discord server. Again, write your questions in. They yeah. write, hey, gents, I got a, a Sony Pony question for you. They said yeehaw. yeehaw, but are we allowed to even do the voice anymore? It's a, it's a real quick yeehaw. 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 Wow. Hopefully. I'm not allowed to do voices anymore. All right. Gotta, gotta try to learn to survive. <clears throat> Finding time to play video games can be a real challenge. Nowadays, a standard AAA game could take me up to six to eight months to roll the credits. Feel ya. I feel like the pressure to play every big title has become overwhelming, especially to stay relevant on the video game scene. With that being said, games like Gotham Knights, God of War Ragnarok, and Hogwarts Legacy, just to name a few, are literally around the corner. How do you guys decide what game to invest in and possibly which game, dare I say, games? To skip. Oh, Matthew. I feel the same way. All the time, every day. And, and I, like this, this segment was fun, yeah. but it's also giving me extreme anxiety. <laughs> <Ajita>. <laughs> when, I, when I just realized that Midnight Suns, Need for Speed, Callisto, all on the same day, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot um and for me kyle i was like oh there's no way like i'm like i thought this holiday season was slow yeah traditionally you'd think that but kyle and i'm like maybe i'm gonna get three games maybe i'm i'm right here i'm staring at the abyss because i'm clicking on so many games highlighting them of like yeah i'm getting i'm getting half of the games we talked about day one that's a lot i wouldn't say well no maybe let me see getting plague tale Yep, one. Gotham Knights. Two. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Three. three. Sonic Frontiers. I'm only kidding. God, God of War Ragnarok. Four. God of War Ragnarok. Are you getting Evil West Day one? Probably not, right? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to wait for Evil West, but that's a maybe. Okay. Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns. That's five. Callisto. Slow down six. And are you getting Crisis Square? I'm getting Crisis Square. I like so that's Final seven. Crisis I'm getting eight. You're getting seven. That's, that's, uh, it's crazy. How do we decide? Honestly, it's what our wallet dictates in that moment. But yeah. I'm actually feeling less compelled by FOMO nowadays. Like, I'm playing Cyberpunk 2077, and with all the updates and everything, it's such a fantastic game that I'm like, I'd rather just have a committed relationship with Judy at this point. Spend more time <laughs> with her. Kyle, I, I got the text. She's, she she asked me out on a date. Ooh. I think sex is implied. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> ooh-wee. Oh, wait, those are voices. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying to have fun on my podcast that I make. Uh, yeah, this is great. Uh, seven games, fantastic. Yeah. Scary, so, but fantastic. I, I, I think to decide like which ones I skip, it, it it's l- literally like what we just did. And yeah. just go through the list and be like, which what are the ones that I can't live without <laughs> in the moment? Yes. Right. Like, what what kind of game speaks to me? What kind of thing that I want to play as soon as possible? Yeah. Like for me, like I I know I'll be like done. What's going to scratch that itch? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I know I'll be done with Cyberpunk by the 18th, or I'll have that as like my two games that I'm playing, and then I know like Call of Duty is going to be my multiplayer game that I play with my friends. So sorry, that was a voice. I shouldn't have done that. So to me, I think 
those three games are great to juggle. And then by the time God of War Ragnarok's out, I should be done with Cyberpunk. I should be done by uh, with Plague Tale. And I'll be juggling between God of War and Call of Duty. And I can hold out for that month of games. That's sure. how I'm feeling. And then Midnight Suns on December 2nd. Kaliso Protocol on the 2nd. Crisis Core. <laughs> yeah, like I should be done by with, with Ragnarok by the 2nd yeah. of December. And not to mention, around this time, it's going to be our award show. Yeah. So, uh, they're going to be busy times. There's so many people, so many DMs that I'm in, you guys. It's This is going to be the biggest show we ever had. And again, it's like my... It's, uh, one of the things that's given me a lot of anxiety recently, I'm not going to lie to you. So, yeah. Holiday Games 2022. There's so many great games coming out that we're excited for. I hope y'all are. But now, Kyle, it's going back to the gaming news this week. Oh, we still got news to be squared up. That's right. Uh, sources, Sony to ship 30 million PlayStation 5s in fiscal year 23. This comes from Tom Henderson over at Insider Gaming. Tom writes, Sony is aiming to ship 30 million PS5 consoles in fiscal year 23. That is March 2023 to March 2024, sources have said. These figures were briefly mentioned in our exclusive report last month on a new PlayStation 5 releasing with a detachable disk drive. Excuse me, sorry, there was a burp that was stuck there. How dare you? Um, since then, sources have provided more information on the anticipated PS5 sale, sale numbers. Production of the new detachable disk drive console is expected to start in April of 2023, with the console hitting the market in September of that year, sources said. It was said that Sony aims to sell 18 million consoles in fiscal year 22 and 30.5 million in fiscal year 23, just shy of a 70% increase year over year Oof. 12 million of the 30.5 million consoles in fiscal year 23 will be of the old playstation 5 quote unquote with that console completely seizing production by the holiday of 2023 wow. it's believed that the new detachable disc drive playstation 5 is a means to reduce production costs moving forward the company will only need to manufacture one console but have the two price points of the digital and disc versions presumably this could mean that the detachable disk drive will be priced at around $100, which is currently the price difference between the digital and standard PS5. Earlier today, David Gibson, a senior analyst at MSD Financial, reported on Twitter that Sony's C shipments to the U.S. increased 400% in September 2022 compared with September 2020-21. Admittingly, these are not all PS5 consoles, but the shipment figures show the ramp up in production and shipments following the COVID-19 supply issues. Sony Interactive reported that as of June 2022, the company has shipped over 21.7 million PlayStation 5 consoles since its launch. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kyle, this is really awesome. We're seeing a huge ramp up of production. So many PlayStation 5s. We're finally seeing them in the wild. We're seeing them at like uh, Walmart. I almost saw it at Walgreens. Uh, we're seeing them at Best Buys. We're, we're starting uh -huh. to see Xboxes and Best Buys, too, and not just Series S's, but X's. Like, things are getting finally fixed. Is, is this not exciting to you, Kyle? It is, but I, that detachable disk drive is still dumb. <laughs> you just don't hey, like so that thing bit. alone is going to be a hundred bucks. That's what they're going to charge. So just keep it the console that it is. <laughs> just don't understand. I, me being a big dumb dumb idiot, I don't understand why this is a thing. Just, just keep it the way it is. I don't know. It's just dumb. <laughs> well, because like I do get it. Like it is a little like that when you said it. You're like, if you're making this disk drive, why is it like this? 
Yeah, I think it's to to make it assume like it went down in price when it didn't. Exactly, it's for for the facade, right? Yeah, it's for the facade. It's f- to to get people to buy the digital. Go- nah, maybe I don't need the disc drive anyway, yeah. and just going purely digital. Like again, over almost what eighty percent of people are buying digital games over physical. Yeah, um, my GameStops are getting sadder and sadder. Like, oh my god, I my Best Buy is my Best Buy is real sad, depressed. The, the the Blu-ray section is literally like those kiosks that are in the middle of aisles. Yeah. And that makes me so sad. It used to be like three, four rows. It's now becoming all kitchen stuff there, too. Uh, yeah. And, it's not and, great. Yeah. And then, like, instead of getting a ding when you enter. And drones. Yeah, and drones. It's like. But now, like, instead of hearing a ding when you enter the doors, it's like, do you have Adderall? What? <laughs> <laughs> do you have Lexapro? What? <laughs> we need it. And I'm like. Is this the wall house mouths and it doesn't need help? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's I think digital is going to be their their main focus. And you know, when I go into Best Buy or sorry, GameStop's like even they they're just like, Yeah, we buy all our stuff digitally. I'm like, You're not doing a good sales pitch for your job. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But but to this article though, it is cool that we are seeing it more and more in stores. Yeah, uh, the the wait is over. Hopefully, this means that the scalpers and the bots that are buying them all are a thing of the past. Yeah, hopefully until at least PS6 and Xbox <laughs> Series Kyle XY. I don't know, <laughs> whatever the next one is, but it yeah. won't have a belly button. Um, that's what that's what I was thinking. That scarred me. I was. I remember walking through Garden State Mall. If you ever want to assassinate me, you go just wait out at Garden State Mall. And Matt I saw a picture. Rome, New York. Rome, New York, where we're going to be streaming uh, yeah. for 25 hours for children and Miles. Yes. Miles is a child, but you get it. Yeah. Don't do that, please. I value my life. I saw a picture of like the Kyle XY once, and it scarred me. I'm like, where's this boy's belly button? This freaks me out. Why is the sales pitch of this kid... Uh-huh. With no belly button and just it's it's unsettling. Okay, I think you're right, Kyle. I'm excited to see the the supply chain fix. But Green Gorilla Gamer writes in and they say, "Sub boys, sub boys." Sorry, I did a voice. Well, I'm broke. I picked up a PS3 a couple weeks ago, and in fact, the same day that Aztec King said he didn't think he'd be going back to it. But he is. Ooh. I'm going to start with playing all the God of War games before Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly even platting them. That's it. Let's let's not get crazy. At 125, sorry, 7.5 hours. I'm hoping to have a PS5 before the end of the year. And Ragnarok is going to be my go-to unless you guys pitch me a game I should play on there instead as my first PlayStation 5 game. Which game should I play first on the console and why? And only physical copies I have for PS5 so far is Stray and Interal Drift. Inertial. Whoops. <laughs> but if you sell it, I'll buy it. So, Green Gorilla. Yeah. There is an island where bugs are not just bugs, but also snacks. Christ, Jesus. <laughs> 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 Let me leave the podcast. That was good. Uh, let's no, end it here, um, Kyle. That was too good. <laughs> uh, let's let me see. I mean, have you played Horizon Zero Dawn? If you mm. have, Forbidden West, um, even Miles, Miles. I, I think would be a great first one. 
but I mean, it's hard to say anything that's going to take the shine away from Ragnarok because, like, we're all eager. We're like what twenty eight days away, twenty seven days away yep. from Ragnarok. Yep. Like, it is so close. That is all I really want to play at the moment. So, I I think you're fine with Ragnarok, honestly. Being honestly, I would say Ragnarok ASAP. Then immediately after that, Astrobot to get the the functionality of the dual sense just one thousand percent the yes. power of it then i would say to give yourself a challenge go with returnal afterwards see Ooh. the thing is you're buying a ps5 we think like games are slim pickings but there's still so many great ps5 games oh that's right i forgot about ratchet and clank too exactly like Man. miles morales demon souls you have so FF7 many seven remake games. ps5 version yeah. got a lot to choose from so i would Ghost, say Ragnarok man there's a lot yeah I would say I would say Ragnarok first though. Absolutely. I'm not gonna sh- steer you away. If you could wait until getting your PS5 to play it, I would even I, I, I would even suggest that. But yeah. depending on how you are with spoilers. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. That's it for the supply stuff. Yay, it's finally over. I don't care how much money Sony makes off these bad boys. I just care that more people get to play and purchase this console because I love it so much. It's time for flash news. Ready? Ready for it? Gotta run fast. This is the inertia. Can't do a voice, can't even whisper. P.S. Uh, this is our flash news. Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah. This one I forgot to put in the flash news, but I, remi- I was reminded mid mid uh, mid show. Final Fantasy Seven: The First oh, okay. Soldier. Okay. Battle Royale has been canceled. Yeah. It, it it didn't even it didn't even see light. On PlayStation, this was supposed to come to PlayStation and PC at the end What's of the that, year. Was was that confirmed? It was coming to console yep. and stuff. Yep. Uh, wow. Canceled. It, it literally, I think even announced like this year and just gone already. It's crazy. All right, the bit of flash news that's actually important: the PlayStation Plus catalog for October. Your PlayStation Plus catalog lineup for October is these are the highlighted ones: Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the definitive edition. I'm legitimately curious. I'm legitimately. It's not bad. Uh, Dragon Quest. 11. 11. S. Echoes of an elusive age. I heard this is fantastic. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now. Spoiter. Right, Sam. Sorry, that was a voice. Spoiter. I'm not allowed to do voices anymore. Hey, guys. While it looks like Ridge Racer 2 was incorrectly revealed in this month's premium collection, do you think Sony... Sony are releasing a bunch of PS1 classics around the holiday season instead. Dino Crisis, Metal Gear, with all mm. trophy support. Ooh. From your good UK friend. And King Henry writes, because I want a couple of these together. We've seen PlayStation Plus, Extra, and Premium games. And I'm just wondering if anyone else feels very underwhelmed by premium offerings since launch. Yeah, man, this sucks. <laughs> this is bad, man. I There's no way to, to spin this. You know, if you want to get into the premium offerings because of all the PS1 games, there's still none. Like, for example, yeah. the premium mm-hmm. classics are Yakuza 3, 4, 5, all on PS4. They count that as premium. Um Limbo on PS4. That's a premium game. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4, PS4. Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, PS3. Everyday Shooter, PS3. Still no PS1 games. What's going on, Kyle? I don't know. Bad. But 
I think on the PS1 classic front and PS2 classic front, yeah, the 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 it's underwhelming for for the that selection. I think all these other games though, it's a pretty great offering this month. Well, ask what not why it writes with the announcement of this month's PlayStation Plus extra and premium games, which of the games do you think you'd give a try or recommend to someone to try first? <sighs> yeah. So like, I mean, that Dragon Quest game is stellar. I haven't finished it, but that is a stellar JRPG. Sure. Um, I mean, you get Inside, which I've heard nothing but great things. And as yep. an indie boy, it makes me sad that I've never played it. Um, Ho Hokum. But I want, I want to. Ho Hokum is. It's definitely weird. Mm-hmm. It, it is the weird PlayStation that that we talk about. Um, but like, we also get the medium on here for PS5. Sure. Like, as a PS5 game. That that is, is that is there for you. That's true. All the Assassin's Creed like Chronicles games, which aren't supposedly aren't very good, but like I'm more interested in trying them out yeah. than the 2.5 uh, D style. Like there's there's a lot of really good stuff in here. Yeah, Dragon Quest Heroes Two Explorers Edition. I love a good Musa, so let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's, there's some here. stuff in here. I still think Dragon Quest Echoes of an Elusive Age is the it Cream is the, the it, it's the banger of the month for oh, sure. Let's fucking relax, me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm cursing a lot. I'm not catching them. I think it's because, guys. Let's be honest. I've been really tired, and I had to. Work's been really rough. <laughs> yeah, it's really making me sad. All right, Kyle. Uh, it's time. Are you holding on to something? Dreams, Joe. Prepare the drop. I'm not allowed to do voices anymore. These are the latest PlayStation games coming and dropping on the PlayStation storefront this week. All the latest deals, the deals. I can't do it without the voice. Usually, I don't even write this down. I have it on the voice. I get so hyped about it. But alas, it, it's it's not meant to be. The 10th of October, Final Sword on PS4. Ko- Kawaza. Kamiwaza. Kamiwaza, The Way of the Thief, on PS4. Sorry, I almost appropriated that word. Cancel me later. The 11th of October, Astrogios. (laughs) Come on, guys. Give me better. Come on. Give me a phonetical way to say this at the very least. Curse of the Stars on PS5 and PS4. Cario on PS5, PS4. Letterboxd by Pogi on PS5, PS4. No More Heroes 3. Very, very excited to see fans uh, of this game getting hyped for it. The cover art looks great. Um, it makes me was, want to buy it physical. And I'm not. This okay. was also, this was already on Switch, yeah, correct? Yeah, it's already on Switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Oh, uh, oh I love my seeing. God, Joe. Oh. <laughs> not, not to get out of it, but go ahead on that next title. Go All ahead. Right. I just wanted to say, I'm glad that people like Rob of Rule 2 are, are excited for this and, and our good friend Donnie uh, over at PSVG. Okay, fine. You want me to say this? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'm going to look it up right now. <sighs> Stroke the Tortoise on PS4. <laughs> feel like I should have bleeped that. <laughs> uh, the synopsis on the PSN store. It is a $4 game, by the way. Okay. Uh, the, turti- the Tortoise is rather large <laughs> and rather hard. No! But that is no reason not to give it a stroke. They no! love being stroked as much as anything else. Whether they can actually feel it is still up for debate. What? Don't let that stop you go. Get stroking. Legitimately from the PSN store. <laughs> wow. I feel like we made this an NC-17 podcast. You, you know what, Joe? You, you might have a point with some of the PSN store Thank stuff. Thank you. This one time, I'll give it to you. Thank you. October 12th, Lego Brick Tales on PS5, PS4. 
unusual findings on PS5. Uh, PS4. Really quick, I was coughing yeah. during that part. Lego Brick Tales, really cool. Yeah. Uh, What's it? it about? It's basically like they give you almost pre-built like lego sets and then they give you obstacles that you have to actually build the bridges or build the staircases with legos and it's like in a 3d space and it's literally like digital lego building it's really really cool i was gonna say you talk about like like the like vr and stuff i feel like oh my god yes you could do ar vr like thousand percent yeah absolutely damn they're on it uh october 13th Guys, what are we doing here? Asterix and Obelix Triple XL RAM from Hibernia on PS5 and PS4. Hey, you got it. Nice. No way. I nailed it. Yeah. Crushed it, man. I, I failed the first two so I could nail it on the third time. Fueled up on PS4. The Eternal Cylinder on PS5, PS4. The last. Come on. Uriku. Uriku on PS5, PS4. The Witch's House MV on PS4. WRC Generations on PS5, PS4. There's a lot of games this week. October 14th, Cobra Kai 2, Dojo's Rising on PS5, PS4. Dragon Ball, The Breakers on PS5, PS4. Did you see that, that there's... Not... No, go for there's it. A, there's a Dragon Ball game in the style of, of like Friday the 13th. Like really? Yeah, you're like you're like the 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 shittiest characters in the universe, and you're trying to like run from like Frieza and Cell and like Majin Buu. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. That. I, I I saw it on I think the blog uh, yesterday. I'm like, this is this is interesting. I actually think I might give it a try because you're telling me I get to kill folks as Cell. I'm in. I was just gonna say that Dragon Ball game sounds like it should be a uh, dance crew battling game. <laughs> <laughs> NHL 23 on PS5, PS4. I should note here, I found out, I, f- I found my fav- favorite sports team ever. Kyle. Oh, did you? Yep. Is it the Kraken? It is an NHL team by the name of the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, because of gritty, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that, that freak. <laughs> I love them so much. Everyone, do yourself a favor. First off, oh. watch Abbott Elementary, because that's where I found out Gritty exists. That's a great show. Season two, episode three, right, I think. No, no, episode two. Um, <laughs> this guy's hilarious. My, my favorite Gritty thing is... Uh, I forgot the actual character name from Game of Thrones, okay. but Queen Tyrell. Yeah. I forgot her first name. You know the thing where, like, tell Cersei it was me? <laughs> that meme, gritty. but it's gritty. <laughs> Please I love, love that so much. After this podcast, show that to me. Oh, it's, absolutely. Absolutely. It's blank stare. Just <laughs> I'm rooting for this team every step of the way. God bless Gritty. God bless Gritty and no one else. Nickelodeon Kart Racers 3, Slime Speedray. I can't believe there's three already. Can't believe it. PGA Tour 2K23 on PS5, PS4. Uh, Saint Kotar on PS5, PS4. Star Trek Prodigy Supernova on PS4. And Winter Games 2023 on PS4. Sweet. Nice. Sweet. Can't wait to play Stroke the Tortoise. Fantastic. And now it is time... For our favorite segment of the night, it's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! Now, this is where we read all the questions that you send us over 
on the Trophy Room Discord server, or you send us over on uh, our Twitter at PS Trophy Room. And I also would like to include some reviews every every now and again. I would like to rec- include some reviews. Sure. Okay, I want to read two of them. <laughs> this is the one uh, that you've been referencing nonstop. Uh, let's 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 first start here. Okay. This is a five-star review coming from Nathan Heider over at uh, Apple Podcasts in the U.S. They write, one of the best video podcasts, video game podcasts around. Joe and Kyle are two awesome people who know their stuff. It's refreshing to listen to a video game podcast that will crack Joe, discuss real industry slash world issues, and spread positivity and inclusion for everyone. Definitely a five out of five, but... It would be a six out of five if they would just be nicer to Kirby. Please say one nice thing about Kirby. Kirby's got a big old mouth. (laughs) That's right. What's going to do with that? Listen, man, I don't know what's in this Coca Cola dream flavor, (laughs) but it is is sending me places. (laughs) (laughs) Kirby's great. He's my main in Smash. And listen, we got to be fair, right? Of course, we'd love to, to send all of us. You know, five star reviews. It's important to us, but there are some critical ones. Let's start talking about the one I've been referencing all night. Top three. That's the title of it. Two star review. <laughs> Let's get into it. This is gonna be nuts. Listen to this podcast religiously, and must say it's top three amongst all PlayStation podcasts. But two stars. Okay. The content's informative, upbeat, keeps my interest the entire time. I will say the annoying voice imitations, oh, guys, uh, by the host hurt the show drastically. And not only are they not funny whatsoever, but they are also extremely annoying. However, I will continue to listen to the show in hopes that Kyle will smack Joe out of his chair every time he tries to do the Red Dead Redemption voice. Or any imitation for that matter. (laughs) Keep up the good work, gentlemen. And you have a loyal fan of me. Ten episodes later, I stopped listening but came back since I caught up on my other podcasts. (laughs) Christ, this is an update. Kyle is a great host. Joe, the voices he tries to make kill it for me. Not funny, just annoying for me. Hopefully he realizes it one day. What a a backhanded review if I've ever read one. Hey, you're the top three PlayStation podcasts, but you know what? The personality and and, and charm of of one of your hosts. Great. Not great. Not not okay. It's not okay with me. Honestly, I love it. It was a positive review for you. They love you. And that's what I love. Because like to me, listen, I get death threats all the time. That's why I make jokes about like, you want to kill me? I'll be at... You know, I don't know. I'm going to be filling up at Speedway in Heldon. If you want to come give it a try, just don't miss, I guess. Uh, but, <laughs> but like, you know, I get it. I, I guess I'm easy to go after. I feel like maybe I got thicker skin. I, I don't know. But, like, people love you, Kyle. I think that's what we, I, the takeaway here is. Oh, don't make this bad review about me. <laughs> no, they like you. I know. They just but hate they- me. They don't. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing. It is very much like <laughs> it's like when you work at GameStop and the Karen comes in. And you're like, you need to listen, listen. You need you need to earn my dial dollar. Uh, 
Yeah, you, yeah, need yeah. To, you need to. And I'm like, you need to get me the Mario on PlayStation right now. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, lady, I get paid eight dollars and fifty cents. Exactly. And I'm a manager. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a third it's, key. It, 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 in my in my uh, history at GameStop. Uh, in that situation, I'd be. This is my third job. I work two other jobs today. Like I don't care. Give me a break. Yeah, and in, in all honesty, I'm gonna take the people that listen to our podcast religiously, and not ten episodes later, and someone that comes back ten episodes later. Listen, you don't like the voice? That's fine. But yeah. I'm not gonna change it for you. By golly, geez, I'm just gonna kind of have fun poke little jabs i do this for free for you guys of course patreon.com slash ps trophy room i'm here to make the show i want and the last thing i want is to do weird little radio style segments with like weird little static in between like now time for prepare the drop um in it i rather it feel like one whole conversation that we're having fun with and how many times do you do dumb weird annoying stuff with your friends that's what we're trying to do here that being said mm-hmm. though listen I'm all about critical thoughts and, and stuff. So to be fair, I want to know what you guys think. Are the voices too much? Should I stop doing them? Because I feel like you guys want me to say yeehaw a whole lot. <laughs> so let me know. And person that wrote in that didn't like it, I, or not like me, that's fine. It's fine. Also, let me know. Is it when we say yeehaw or just Red Dead Redemption? Or just all of it? Let me know. But again, rate us five stars. God of War review helps us out. I've been dealing with imposter syndrome lately. That review really got to me for some reason. Don't know why. Because it wasn't even that mean. (sighs) The Muffin Man writes in. (laughs) As someone who's never enjoyed or connected with the Kojima game, what is something Kojima could do to bring in new players for Death Stranding 2 or whatever project he has next? Dude, just be weird. Yeah, be weird. Yeah. I I think it's I, when you look at Death Stranding, I think you have to be intrigued by that world. Yeah, of what's going on. Like I, I even when like those trailers were coming out, I, it was hard for someone to not watch it and be like, "Oh, I understand what's going on. Yeah. I don't want to play it because of that." No, it looks interesting and weird and cool. So I want Death Stranding two to still be that. Whether or not we're going to be in America, though. Mm. That would be interesting. Interesting. What if we're like somewhere else? What if Kojima is analyzing Brexit? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. That'd be that'd be wild. And he's talking about like the next prime minister, Theresa May the second or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. M nine Prime writes it again. I liked it. A question so nice, I added it in twice. Question for the Sony Pony Express. Let's do it for Yeehaw. real this time. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. I hope all is going well. Joe, I hope you're over your illness. I am in in top form. I'm in rare form tonight, sir. With God of War Ragnarok around the corner and the discussion in Trophy Room Talk Room. Oh, look at me. uh, Here in Discord. I was wondering, for a trophy hunter, would playing the PS4 version and then moving to save to the PS5 get double trophies while only playing the game once? Be worth it, in your opinion. Ooh, wild question. I'm sure the PS4 version will be great, but would it be worth missing the key PS5 features just to get some trophies? I would really like to hear Kyle's opinion because he's the favorite and everybody loves him and everybody hates Joe. (laughs) I just added that in. That was my own insecurities. Uh, Because he has an insanely high trophy count, but they're all fake trophies. That's me adding them in. 
Also, I'm assuming there's a save mitigation the same way Spider-Man did with that auto pops all the trophies. Migration is what you meant. Migration, sorry. What did I say? Mitigation. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, being a, was it, a DK tank in Frozen Throne. It's all about damage mitigation. Blood Death Knight. All right, During that time was about damage mitigation. Or was that Frost Death Knight? Yeah, whatever. Oh my God. Where where am I right now? What are we doing? Welcome to the Blizzard Room. (laughs) It's chilly in here. Yeehaw. (laughs) Ooh, burr. Um, I think when it comes to Ragnarok or games like this that have both versions, I will never ever touch the PS4 version. I will go PS5. Yeah. If it was, if it's an older game that has that ability, then I would do that. So like Borderlands three, the trophies pop instantly, or at least they should, even though mine are bugged, which is how dare you? I should have a second platinum for that, but something went wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fall guys did that. Um, I mean, there are a lot that kind of auto pop, yeah. but like when it, when you have a PS five version at the get go, I will never, ever, ever go back to the PS4. Unless I truly love the game and I want to get two platinums, like Miles, maybe one day. But like, I'm playing it again. I'm gonna play it again during the winter break for sure. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun on the Steam the Deck game. or on no, no, on PS5. Okay, playing the PS4 version. I already started. Sweet. So it's happening. Same like I'm doing with Elden Ring. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> um, so I have it on PS5. Right, platted it. Didn't save scum it, Kyle. And uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna play the PS4 version because I'm a sick man and I need to experience it all again while earning trophies again. So that's what I'll do with Ragnarok. If I really love Ragnarok, and there's no like go kill all the ravens again, um, I'll absolutely go go for it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Yuna six seven eight seven six. I used her full name this time. <laughs> hey guys, hope you're both doing well. I want to say. F- Sorry, I wanted to first say before getting into my question that redheads have a curse. Uh oh, that y'all are dying out. It's true by like 2050. It's it's science. It's <laughs> and it is that they are dangerously cute. Ooh-wee. Oh yeah, Thanks. I love. Oh, boy, that's my kryptonite right there. Yeah, yeah, look at you, look at you. Thanks, Aaron Way. Who's that? I don't know. As for my question this week, do you guys have a certain genre that? Sorry, genre you like to play at home or and or at work if you have a game for when you're on break at school. I have noticed for my game while at school during my classes, I have my VN on my Switch. I have a VN on my Switch? What's, what's a VN? VPN, maybe. Okay, which is easier for times that I'm in bed or at school. And I play whenever, whatever genre at home because I'm on a console. So I throw the ball over to you guys. What genre works better when you guys are away from home and when you're at home? Great question, Yuna. Um, So I don't really stream games. I'm not like a big mobile guy. I do have the Steam Deck, but I actually use the Steam Deck to play in bed. And the Steam Deck's open a whole lot of things, but I'm playing usually really, really weird, obscure indies that I know aren't coming to PlayStation or probably so far away or that I feel like aren't suitable for a console. Like vampire survivors is a great example. That game to me is like made for the steam deck. It's like a smaller experience. It's like a little shmup. That's fun. 
but to me, I, I can't imagine playing it on a PlayStation. So there are just some indies that I feel like translate better to mobile. So that's why I play them on the Steam Deck. When I'm at home, though, it's whatever. Like right now, again, playing Cyberpunk, but I'm going to play Plague Tale. I feel like in my older age, as I get older and wiser, um, sorry, that was an accent. I, <laughs> now you guys get the joke, the Tarantino did. Um, I feel like I really do love single player games, any type. Um, I feel like my anxiety is getting to the point where I, I can't even play like multiplayer games. I don't know. You need some alone time. I need some alone time. Like I need like a multiplayer game to unwind. That's CFEs and the one to get competitive, which is Fortnite or like in a few weeks, Call of Duty. But I can't be like switching on and off, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I I had to look it up. Aaron Way is a character from the Trail series, which makes sense because Yuna loves us. As far as like genres uh, that I'd prefer to play handheld or like on the go, it's more of like the arcadey kind. Or the like, like you mentioned, like bite-sized indie kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I, I talked about it on Road to Greatness, uh, this week, but like I attempted to play Bayonetta on Switch on the yeah. train to Comic Con. Didn't have a great time with it, mm-hmm. and, and I wish I was playing it on my TV here at home. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll play anything at home, genre-wise. It's just I really have to dial it in when I'm on the go, or like. Now that it's on Switch, even though it's not the best version, yeah. MLB The Show or something, like a sports game, something to like kind of pass the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking at Aaron Way right now, and as you all know, as a heterosexual man myself, um, I bend for the anime twink. And let me tell you something. <laughs> that deep V, you know, uh, the chest pubes that go all the way down to the ball fro, Aaron Way. Ball fro. That's new. <laughs> That's the Step Brothers quote. <laughs> Let me tell oh, you, yeah, okay. no, they're hot, dude. It's, it's been a this, bit. This anime, this anime guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get yeah. it, you know. I get it. Uh, that said, Kyle, that's all the questions we got this week. It's it was a slow week, but you see how much fun we had during the whole. Had thing? a great time. I had, Honestly, a great had time. a great time. I had a great, fantastic time. But before we get on out of here. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we head on out? Absolutely. I'd like to spotlight myself, Mr. KSF on Twitter, PSN, all the things. Uh, go catch all the indie game coverage that we do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. 61 IndieCast, wherever you listen to podcast services. And uh, episode two of The Road to Ragnarok with our good friend Kevin Diaz goes live as well this week. Uh, We talked about everything we know about Ragnarok and characters and and whatnot. So um, go check that over at PS Source Vids, Mm -hmm. I believe, is is Kevin's YouTube channel. Did I get that correct? That's right. right. Yeah. And I'll retweet it audio wise. So just keep an eye on the Twitter. And uh, huge congratulations to our friend, friend of the show. Patron, all that good stuff. Kevin Diaz, um, breaking breaking his way at IGN, man. Yeah, you love well deserved. I love, love when it. I see friends succeed, man. There's nothing greater in life when I see and, people and that I admire. Real talk, win. yeah. Real talk. That's how us as content creators and and the brotherhood, the family of everyone that does this. That's what they need to be. You yeah. need to support everyone's wins and not think of it as like a competitive. Oh, that should be me, kind of thing. No, we yeah. we all we all celebrate each other's wins because 
That's what we should do. Yeah. Like, like you know, I'm I'm in, in rooms constantly with other creators as we go through things. Like, you know, like, like I just mentioned earlier, like me going through uh, a little bit of imposter syndrome and honestly a little bit burnt out. And us kind of just talking each other through it. It's really rough making content. And, you know, people think it's easy because they see the finished product. But again, like I'm 20 plus hours behind the scenes making sure these, these videos go up, networking, trying to get people to do our end of the year, you know, uh, trophy rewards, doing some big projects that y'all don't know about. Like it's it's a lot of stuff trying to make content for you guys because I'm thinking about Green Gorilla Gamer. You know, I'm thinking about Marcus O'Neill. I'm thinking about Naga Chaka. I'm thinking about Jose. Like it's just all these people that I know need this show that love listening to it, the community that we built. It's what's important. And, you know, we'll, we'll get bad reviews and we'll share them to each other. We'll make quick little laughs about it so that it kind of cheers us up. Like this week, uh, when I showed, uh, Ains, the, the, the one bad review, he's just like, man, thank God they don't listen to cast co-op. <laughs> You're 100% right. You know, it's, it's important. So I love seeing, People that I admire, I look up to, do great. And so, like, when I saw Kevin Diaz get that win, and you know I was in his DMs immediately. Mm -hmm. Going, like, how much do you, did you earn this? You grinded so hard for it. So, congrats, man. So happy for you. That said, you can follow me over at Mr. Badbit. You can follow the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can hit us with a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and it is there where you are entered to win a uh, copy of God of War Ragnarok digitally, or you could go even the extra mile, as it were. You see that? A carpool gaming pun. And you can Ooh. head on over to our Extra Life link down below. You could throw us 10 bucks over there, get entered to win the limited edition with the hammer and all God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition. Help kids in need. Dang it. Yeah. Love y'all. Love Keep you so your very wits much. about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. Love you. Got itchy nose. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>